0: You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi.
1: Hello and welcome to Orange County's longest running business talk show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and we have a really good, possibly great show planned for you. Why do you ask? Because our guest, as you can see on the screen, is Chase Barr. He is the founder of Attack Group. We're going to be talking about his business and the work that he does. So, Chase, welcome to the program.
0: Thanks for having me, Rick. Really appreciate it.
1: So, let's kick it off as we usually do when we have entrepreneurs here on the radio show. And tell us about your motivation. I know you're entering your fifth year, which is a milestone for businesses. You're entering your fifth year of being in business with the Attack Group. But what, take us back in time, Chase. What was your motivation for starting this? one?
0: Uh, uh, well, you know, kind of give you a little understanding of Attack Group. Uh, Attack actually stands for my family. It's uh, Ashton Taylor, Amber, Ashton Taylor, Tony, Amber, and Chase, right? And so my motivation has always been about you know my family. Um, But initially, uh, I was in the Marine Corps, uh, separated from the Marine Corps, uh, March 31st of 2013 and went right into executive search and staffing on Monday, April 1st. Uh, So not a whole lot of time there. But as I was working in the search and staffing, uh, my motivation has always been about taking care of people, helping people get to the next level, whatever it may be, um, to, to better them, Right. Uh, and, and give them actually pathways to be successful in the market. Um, so, when I started Attack Group in 2018, I really saw that there was a trend of uh, a lack of transparency in the staffing agency, and, and the candidates were kind of getting the short end of the stick, right? So, I wanted to provide the market with a true, transparent partner in the market and provide purpose driven employment for our partners and their families. Mm-hmm. And that's what motivated me to uh, continue to grow uh, Attack Group from 2018 till now.
1: So you were in this space as an employee, if I'm hearing what you're saying, before you launched. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes. I was uh, I was part of uh, Ross Staffing Family of Companies. They were uh awesome enough to give me a shot and a try right out of the Marine Corps. No degree. Um, Worked there full time while going to school and get my degree full time um, and work my way up into a senior partner position with a Mm -hmm. great firm, Leak Pros uh, Workforce Solutions, uh, based out of here in Orange County as well. And uh, from there, just saw my opportunity, had a conversation with the wife and she said, you can do it. And I said, yeah. And here we are.
1: You know, that's a similar story to mine in the sense that I had a conversation with my wife, too, before I decided to pull the trigger. And I think that's a best practice for you about to be entrepreneurs. If you have a significant other, really spending time to make sure you're both on the same page relative to the journey you're about to take.
0: Got to have their buy in.
1: So, so but how did you decide this was the career post the military experience for you? Did you so, know it while you were still? In I did.
0: Of- I actually did. I was actually a, a United States Marine recruiter or I can't oh. call it, a canvassing recruiter in the Marine Corps between my two combat battalions. Uh, did that, was highly successful uh, in doing so. Really enjoyed, again, providing opportunities for people to be successful. Right, uh, putting young professionals and individuals into the military in all kinds of different jobs and opportunities, whether they were an officer or going to the reserves or to go working on some of our most technology, you know, technology v- jets and things of that nature out there, to be in infantry and going out to our wars. Right, uh, I really got a, an excitement of helping and, and helping growing those professionals. That's amazing. I
1: so, how long after you started the TAC group did you? have a sense that it was going to survive and ultimately thrive
0: you know i never enter anything that i don't believe is going to be successful sure right Uh, i i believe from the the get-go the minute uh, my wife said do it as i knew it was going to be successful now uh, getting to that point it it doesn't happen overnight as every entrepreneur will tell you (laughs) Uh, there is a lot of ups and downs and a lot of learning especially if you, know, you don't know what you don't know, uh, but you put great people around you and ask for advice and really build a good network. Uh, there's so many individuals out there that have helped me get to this point by providing advice and, and guidance to, to make good decisions. Because at the end of the day, you know we have employees. And it is my job as a leader to take care of those individuals. They're my partners. They're helping build a TAC group. They are a TAC group, right? And so it's my job just to take care of them, make sure that they have what they need. Uh, you know, to make sure our clients and our candidates have what they need.
1: So tell me about who you help, the, the niches that you serve. I kind of get a sense for what you, what problem you solve, which is a talent problem. Yes. But maybe you can put a finer point on that as well. And then at uh, the end, how do, why do people pick you over your competitors?
0: Um, it, so initially, we really f- focused at the beginning on getting, because I'm a, wounded combat vet and a service disabled veteran on, know veteran right Uh, we got our service disabled veteran owned small business and our california disabled veteran business enterprise and small business enterprise certifications to really solidify ourselves into the uh you know public market government state federal counties communities uh, uh, different municipalities and things of that nature right and so we got our start on the medical program uh, we won uh, an opportunity to be the recruiting partner to Magellan Health uh, on MediCal and provide uh, them personnel. And through that, we really grew because it was a, it's one of the largest state contracts in national history. So we do help a lot of government entities on uh, building project staffing, whether it's your team immediately, put them on staff and get them out there, uh, direct hire executive search, temporary uh, consultants, as well as you know specialized SMEs, for consulting, whether it's IT operations, clinical, and healthcare, um, and then we have recently spun off a division called Attack Workforce Solutions to really focus on the private side of uh, of our recruiting and really help more on retained search, executive search, um, and consulting.
1: So I, I need to learn from you, if you don't mind educating yeah. me and maybe the audience. The this. The disabled veterans classification that you were able to secure. Did did you recognize that as an opportunity prior to starting Attack Group, or is that something that came with time?
0: No, I actually uh, I recognized it probably uh, two years prior or two years okay. before starting Attack Group, and just well, really it took about four years to understand it, put in all the paperwork, um, and, and get all the certifications because you have to have all your things in a row with the government, as most know. And so with that, it it took me about four years to finally get all of everything solidified and start marketing to the market about who we are, you know, the different things that we can provide.
1: So tell me uh, who, what type of companies see that differentiation certification and see that as an opportunity to want to partner with you because of that differentiation
0: that you. Uh, a lot of larger organizations here in the state of California, like your 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 Meta's, Facebook, um, you know, uh, who else? Toshiba, um, T-Mobile. They have public contracts, right? Uh, so T-Mobile puts up sites, you know, for you know antennas and things of that nature, and those contracts specifically for the public. And so forty percent of their spend or the project spend has to go to dbes which is a disadvantaged business enterprise right and so those larger organizations but most uh any anybody that does a state contract in the state of california has to have uh, a three to five percent um participation from a dvbe uh a minority business owned a woman business owned lgbtq business owned certification uh to participate and, and to be able to submit a proposal on those contracts
1: and so do you market that front and center as you market attack group? Is it something that you're making easy for people to recognize? How, how are you messaging that
0: in marketing? We do. We So more direct when you're working with this, we're looking for partners that are direct. A lot of those individuals, like the bigger companies, they can find us in the Cal Procure. If you go to caleprecure.org, you know, all the DVBE things are supported there. You can see every company that you can pick maybe a construction firm or whatever it is that is needed uh, for a subcontractor. Um, you know, but they they come to my website. I have what's called the prime page where primes come and they can look and see what kind of subcontract work we can provide to them. A lot of it is just direct building relationships um, and and, and making that phone call and building relationships really what it takes at the government. It really is. Relationships are, are the most important thing when it comes to this business.
1: There you go. Write that down, everyone. Chase Barr just gave you a, uh, another teachable moment, which is relationships matter regardless, right? And performance. Just because you have that differentiation doesn't absolve you from having to perform for your clients.
0: Right. When they hire you. Well, and you asked about differentiators and i like to just answer that for you real quick. And I think the difference between attack group and most out there is is our team approach. Right. We, we take a full team approach on each and individual search, whether it's high volume searches where we have to fill a 500 man call center. Right. Uh, or if it's just one CFO uh, executive search, the entire team and the process that we built here is kind of like a manufacturing plant. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's quality versus quantity. Uh, we want to ensure that we're also hitting the need behind the need and not just sending resumes to our clients and things like that. So you know our speed to market is really, really good. We can find people well. We utilize a lot of different technologies here um, that allow us to identify that talent not just here in the California, but all across the country.
1: So you're in the space that's been a hot space for CEOs to be talking about, which is talent acquisition. From your sense and the clients that you're working with, is the, is the market for talent still as feverish as it maybe has been for the past couple of years? Or are you seeing some slowdown or changes that you can share with us, Chase?
0: You know, f- what I see in the market, I, I see that there's uh, kind of a fear of unknown, right? Uh, a lot of people don't really understand where we're at. Never seen this before in the market. Um, candidates, uh, professionals out there, they want to work. They're ready to work, right? Um, but they want to be wanted, Right. A lot of, I I believe, maybe the disconnect between company and professional is, you know, they need something and the candidate wants something from that. Right. There's there's what's in it for me. And that's not being met all across the market. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe it's going to pick up um, in the middle market specifically because candidates are are, are, want something that, that brings purpose. Right. Something that they can bring their whole self to their mind, their body and their spirit and truly enjoy what they do. Right. And that's that's what I love. That's where I thrive at is providing that purpose to those professionals. Um, And then my client went amazing. Right. These people are great. We love them. And that's what gets me excited.
1: Interesting. I want to just kind of come back to the evolution of attack group. Any major or minor pivots did you did, did life present you with an opportunity that caused you and the team to go, wow, we got to pursue this because there seems to be a lot of gold in that, them dark hills or.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of minor pivots ha- happen. I think, again, entrepreneurs <laughs> know that best and pivoting and moving forward is, is important. Um, the major things is, is, is you know, we've been focused on so heavily on the government side that we forgot that there was a private side almost. Right. And and we've really seen the the need for it professionals. I have built a process, I believe with the team here that draws candidates in, especially the it professionals who don't like to work too often with recruiters um, and have built a strong, you know, pool within that realm and a lot of uh, relationships where we're, we're actually filling those roles. We're, we're getting the people in there. We're finding the right right fit. So our major move was into IT because everything's going that well. You know, people got the digital currencies. You you, you you got Web3 going on out there. And a lot of different change is happening. So we're making a hard pivot into the IT sector, which is actually, you know, it's brought a lot of dividend for attacker, but for our clients as well because of the way uh, candidates partner with us.
1: And they tend to be high ticket job placement the they are
0: people. obviously yes yes and they're great for business and everything but uh, it, it, more importantly it's it's about you know getting those people in the right position and, and you know seeing those companies thrive and build those innovations that come back to the community
1: so I'm gonna go way off script because I'm just curious um, certainly your military service has informed a lot of your leadership style which yes. informs the culture of attack group. I'm wondering, how have you been able to take what you have learned from your service and bring it into a company where maybe you're employing people who haven't had that similar military background and experience?
0: You know, I, I, I don't bring the, the military persona. Okay. So, to say. you know, that hard, you know, knife hand yelling, um, you know, but the one thing the military taught us was to take care of each other right? To truly take care of each other. And I I feel like I was called, um, you know, by God to join the military to take care of those, take care of people. And I believed I would. So, you know, the big thing in our culture is to take care of one another. Communication and collaboration is key. You know, when communication drops, you know, things happen, right? In the military, if we lose comms, you never know what happens. Uh, You know, we could have uh, somebody be killed in action or whatever it may be here you know somebody doesn't get a job that's their livelihood on on our our hands that we're 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 representing them things like that right so we really want to take care of one another it's my job to take care of the team do the blocking and tackling for them uh ensure that they have all the resources listen to their you know what they're saying because a good leader because they're there doing the job on a daily basis and seeing what those you know changes are and when they get that back and have a proper reporting structure for that um to ensure that everybody's heard you get you get a team that's high thriving high energy uh they love doing what they do at least at least to me they do it seems like they love what they're doing um you know and and they show up every day uh and and then just and all that and they take that from what I do to them and they on down to their candidates and on to their clients and it just creates a uh, just really great energy and and a winning environment.
1: Thank you. Thank you for answering a a question that you and I really didn't have a chance to talk about in the the briefing call. I appreciate it. I'm wondering where you're going as a entrepreneur and CEO to get around other entrepreneurs who have experiences that you can benefit from as you're scaling your company.
0: You know, a, a lot of information. I I do a lot of reading on articles. We spend a lot of time on LinkedIn as recruiters and in recruiting agencies. Uh, I mean, you know, there's obviously other tools and stuff out there, but it's such a great tool to utilize because it can connect you with these individuals who are more than willing to share with you, uh, whether they're recruiting professionals or financial services or whatever, you can go to see what they're putting out there, understand what they're going through. They, are uh, very, very good at you know, their content, which I'm trying to get better at myself and growing as a CEO and a professional. Um, but honestly, that's where I go to a lot because I'm there all the time uh, in, to really just connect with those individuals, get back and forth and then sit and have conversations and friends that own businesses and just learn and listen to what they're doing.
1: Experience is a good teacher, isn't it?
0: No, it's, it's probably the best.
1: Yeah. Well, Barbara Fulmer, who was just on earlier today here on Critical Mass Business Talk Show, actually does ghostwriting for people on their LinkedIn profile. So you may want to listen to her interview when we're done with yours. Chase, Absolutely. It's available. I will okay. do that. So let's talk about the future. Where are you taking the firm?
0: Um, attacker, again, technology is, is, is there. So uh, I have my directors and the leaders within the business that or we're really talking about how are we going to connect these individuals to our clients in a manner that's, that's not going to waste time, right? Uh, right now, um, time is, is a big factor and a lot of, a lot of things that people are doing or wasting time in the interview process or this, that, and the other, they don't want to change their ways. So we are actually in the talks of developing uh, a technology and, and, going to an MVP and getting that stuff out to market, um, to really, I don't want to give too much, okay. <laughs> right? But I would say we're, the technology space is where we're going to be at. We're still going to be a, a people first, people or uh, you know people centric organization. Um, we understand that people are value, right? And we want to just highlight those individuals in a way that that really shows their value and that they're not just an asset. They're a true value to organizations.
1: Yeah, that's interesting because my historical knowledge of your space is your. Sitting between two of your clients, one is the hiring company with the need, and the other is the candidate who has the want or the need. And right. keeping them both satisfied through the process and matchmaking is, is a crit- It's a unique thing to the recruiting field. My question is, um, in this hyper uh, competitive space where employees were really largely in control of where they choose to go to work, yes. ha- have you consulted with your hiring companies to sort of teach them? the things that they might be doing that make them less attractive
0: to candidates and we do that we do that either way we are true consultants here when it comes to that we're not just we're not just recruiters you know in tack group we don't hire recruiters we hire subject matter experts and teach them recruiting Mm -hmm. um Uh a lot of times those individuals have done recruiting within their business or have some sort of idea of what it is and and then just applying principles and things but uh you know it's about connecting right And, and it if you can't get those individuals speaking to each other into the art of what this person needs and what this company needs and how they go together there are a lot of tools out there that you can utilize to do that right i'm a, a vaa or value-added associate through tti success insights sure. a certified professional behavioral analyst and a lot of those tools right there help companies align individuals to to their company, right? And they truly allow themselves to understand who they are as a company and where they're at currently and where they lack and what they need to fill and, you know, in, in the, I guess, the environment of.
1: I'm glad to hear you say that. I too am a partner with TTI and I find uh, for leaders and employees going through some of their assessments, behavioral assessments can really be great insight, not only to the candidate, but the culture of the hiring organization as yeah. well. So, Exactly. I completely
0: agree. Their emotional quotient uh, assessment yes. is yes. is through the roof, and I love it. And you know, a lot of people that uh, take that assessment, their assessments in general, it brings a lot of insight, and yes. uh, it really helps.
1: Yeah. So, if someone would like to connect with you on LinkedIn, Chase, mm-hmm. or learn more about Attack Group, where do you suggest they go? I uh,
0: you, you go to my profile or Attackers Attack uh, Group Inc.'s profile on LinkedIn or AttackGroup.com. Uh, there's there, Uh, You can also take a look at attackworkforcesolutions.com and, uh, you know, we're out there. We're starting to put more content out and hopefully, uh, you know, there'll be, it'll just continue to go.
1: Well, thank you for giving of your time today and sharing your story with my audience.
0: No, I appreciate your time, Rick. Thank you.
1: And I'd like to thank the audience. You've been a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show here on a critical mass business talk show this episode is episode number 1,400 in our catalog. So Chase is a milestone show for us at 1,400. Thank you for being a part of that. And if you would like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm simply Rick, R-I-C, Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. It's also my website, rickfranzi.com. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.